What's up? What's up, guys? This is Off the Bench Podcast, like Jason Terry coming off the bench and hitting that three. The Jet, Jason Terry. <laughs> this is Macklin Hamilton co-hosting with... Days Cooper. What's up, y'all? All right. Before we begin, I'll just kind of give you a rundown of what we're going to be doing. We're going to be giving our top eight rankings for the Western Conference with the NBA. Um, we'll be talking a little bit of uh, James Harden news, uh, also news that broke with the Clippers, and various things in the NBA. And before we start, I want you all to take your phone and click on the subscribe button or the like button, whether you're on Spotify or Anchored. It'll help with our algorithms, help us grow our podcast. So just stop what you're doing, click on the like button or the subscribe button, and uh, yeah, we're good to go. How are you doing, Days? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm ready to talk on um, basketball. I've been like, it's the holiday zone, so... Yeah, so a lot of stuff is going on, but I'm ready to talk basketball. I know, dude. I'm always ready to talk basketball. Okay. I would do this every day if we could. I wish we could, but we got day jobs. <laughs> That's true. We got our day jobs. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go right into it. We're going to start with the Western Conference. So right now, we're not really focused on the seeding. We're just kind of ranking the top eight. Um, but, you know, we'll probably think it ends up as the seeds. So we're going to stop. We're going to start from the eight, and then we're going to go to the number one. Uh, so I'm uh, Dace. Who's your number one, number eight team in the Western Conference? So my number eight team in the Western Conference. So like, I there's no logic behind this. I know you guys listening are gonna be like, how could you pick them? Like, there's no logic. But based off his resume, I have to go with with the Spurs team led by Greg Popovich. Like, they really didn't do anything last year. They didn't make it to the playoffs. I want to say they finished at the either the tenth. Or 11 seed, but I'm never, ever, ever gonna count a Greg Popovich led team out. And they got DeMar DeRozan, which is amazing, like attacking the paint. And he has the, like, I think I would say he has the best mid range in the NBA. So I'm going with the Spurs, man. Okay. All right, that's, that's fair. The Spurs, I mean, I do kind of agree with the Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. You can't really count out a team that's coached by Greg Popovich. He's one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen. Sure. I just don't really see it with the roster. Uh, I mean, DeMar DeRozan, there's a reason why the Raptors hey, kind of let him go. I, like I told you, I agree <laughs> with you. I don't yeah. see it. Right. Th- this is just coming from the heart, man. I'm all like, hey, it, it will be messed up for me to be like, yo, Greg Popovich, you don't have a chance of like being a top eight team, let alone making the playoffs. Like I would never count money on that man. Yeah. I mean, like I would never count him out. Right. So I'm all like, hopefully he does something to prove me right. As of now, I'm not saying it, but hey, show me what you got, Greg. So hopefully you you show me a little something, something this season. I feel that. Well, you know, you say that's coming from the heart. Mm-hmm. My number eight team in the West is definitely coming from the heart. Can you guess who it's going to be? Is it going to be the Mavs? No, 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 no. They're higher than eight. Oh, the Suns. It's, it's going to be the Houston Rockets. What? I think the Houston Rockets are number eight. Just coming from the heart, you got John Wall. I'm hearing good, good things. Apparently, him and KD are doing well in terms of recovering from the Achilles, which is great. I want both of them to do the best they possibly can coming from that Achilles. But I'm hearing good things about John Wall. And, you know, it's that reunion, Big Blue. I mean, I think we're going to see a special team with the Houston Rockets. Now, I ranked them at number eight because the rest of the roster is okay. They have, uh, what is that, Eric Gordon on their teams as a good shooter. But we're just going to have to see how they do. You know, they lost Daryl Morey, the GM, so the analytics side of the Rockets aren't going to be as good. But I think John Wall, I think he has something to prove. You know, he's in a new, fresh scene and with DeMarcus Cousins. I'm putting them at number eight. Yeah, I agree with you. John Wall and Boogie Cousins have some to prove. But yeah. that doesn't mean they're going to prove it. Yo, the last couple podcasts, I've been saying Houston, we got a problem. I've been <laughs> saying that for a reason, man. Like, the Houston Rockets are in shambles. Like, Well, you can't say John Wall and Cousins are shambles. They're this, not in shambles. When is the last time you heard something about John Wall and Boogie Cousins doing anything Cus- impactful? The Cousins, in the NBA? Cousins was with the Warriors in the finals, and he was hitting shots. He, and what he happened was afterwards? He got hurt. I mean, it happens. You get hurt. And Man. then John Wall. I'm hearing good things about John Wall, but ultimately, we're just gonna have to see it. I mean, it's all talk, it's all rumors, but we'll, we'll just have to see. I'm just put because you came from the heart with the Spurs, and the Spurs are not making the playoffs. <laughs> so, so I'm coming from the heart, and I'm saying the Rockets. So I think it's you and I are just it's it's even right here. I just I just don't trust John Wall because he's like 
an athletic, explosive point guard. Like he's a he's a poor man's Russell that Westbrook. Sounds, I was gonna say it yeah. sounds like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's a poor man, Russell I think, Westbrook. Nah, I think he's better than Westbrook. And I disagree. Uh, but <laughs> just wait till they play against each other. We'll see. We'll I have mean, to live stream that game if you, they play think, each other. But do you really think he's gonna have the same energy coming off that injury, man? What? Dude, I'm hearing good things. But one wrong mistake is preseason. I hear good things all the time. No, but preseason. You're right. Well, AD went off last year in preseason against yeah, the Suns. <laughs> we'll just have to see. But I, I'm okay. just saying, I'm holding out. I Because because of John Wall, he's got a lot to prove. This is his bounce back year. He needs to make a big comeback. And I think this is this is his chance. And he's playing with Cousins. We're just going to have to see. I, the, the, the overall roster is kind of a little shaky. It's now that you know it seems like James Harden's leaving. Yeah. And so it's just kind of, we'll see. But it's coming from the heart. Do they have like a coach yet? I don't think they got a coach. They probably got some. Really? Probably an interim coach or something like that. I mean, nothing to splash waters or anything, but yeah. All right. Hey, both of us came from the heart with that one. We did. So uh, who do you got at number seven in the Western Conference? So number seven I had on Minnesota, but like after talking about John Wall and Boogie Cousins and that cousin played for the Warriors. I forgot to put the Warriors on my list. Oh, you forgot to put the Warriors. I, for, I completely forgot about the uh, Warriors. Dude, you were talking yeah. about how they had the best offseason season. Exactly. The first no, no, no. You're right. Yeah. I, like, until you reminded me, yo, that's how stacked the Western Conference is. They're like, all these teams I forgot about. But my number seven choice is going to be the Warriors. Your like, number seven is going to be the Warriors. After having the best offseason, they're number seven. Okay, I'm, I'm, I may have to redo my list. But <laughs> okay. The Warriors would probably go a little bit higher, but like I'm taking Minnesota out and putting the Warriors in. And, okay. Um, so I got the Warriors at number seven, which I'm probably gonna have to rethink that. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can move it up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, did you hear Draymond just got injured too? No, he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, really. Yeah. So uh, I mean, like he's gonna be out for the um, season opener. I don't think it's a big injury, but they yeah. say on Bleacher Report he's gonna be out. But I, I got the Warriors just because, like, it's like, yo, you got Steph and Matt. Yeah, number seven is right, just because I don't think Steph can do it all by himself. He has yeah. Andrew Wiggins. And when Wiggins first came to the league, yo, we was all excited about right. him. Like, yo, we, we told he was the Messiah. Yeah. But like he like he like he always starts strong yeah. the, during like the early season. Like like him and Carl Anthony Towns. Right. They start strong, but like, yo, they might be an MVP candidate. And then like stuff happens and like they don't like like make it. Right. Like, we, yeah. They don't be as good as they want to be. But yeah, I mean, I just trust Steph. Um, I'm trying to think of their roster right now. They got Steph. They got Andrew Wiseman. They got James Wiseman. Yeah. He he's going to be a good big man. They got Draymond Green, which is hopefully I'm still deciding about Draymond because I feel like Steph and Clay injury really kind of exposed Draymond for what he is, and it's like well, he's never been someone that can take a team to lead a team, but he's always a good kind of like that. He's a complimentary piece, right? Like, for like, sure. yeah, he, like, he's like the Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you're right. He, he's yeah. the coleslaw. He's the, he's the mashed potatoes. Right. Like he, he can't be like the whole meal. <laughs> like the ketchup with the hot yeah, dogs. exactly. Like, yeah. well, like, like he can't be the, be the whole meal. But like he really got exposed because I don't know. Like I never saw Draymond as that dude. Yeah. Like I feel like any NBA team would be lucky to have Draymond Green. Right. But I don't think he's as great as he once was. Because like yo. Like, when the Warriors first came out, the whole starting lineup, other than their, like, fifth man, they were knocking down threes. Yeah. I don't think Draymond can still knock, knock down threes no, like he no. used his, to. His shooting percentage is really bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think number seven is where I got them. Um, yeah, so who you got? I got the Phoenix Suns. I think I, Devin yeah. Booker yeah. and Chris well, Paul. Here's the thing. The Suns went undefeated in the bubble. They did. They're the only team in the whole bubble that didn't lose a game. And they didn't make it to the playoffs. Ain't that well, crazy? But they, <laughs> you're right. But, like, if they had just played a little bit better in the regular season, they would have made it. Yeah. It was just one of those cases. It is weird that they didn't make They should have had it set up to where 
they would have had at least some sort of mathematical chance of getting in. Now, you, you see why I say the bubble is complete BS. No. And the championship last year, that that's a bubble ring. It's not an actual No, no, it's an actual championship ring. No, because ring. the players say it was harder than ever to be part of the bubble. Ask Paul George, Pandemic P. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm serious. Like, dude, I mean, because they were so isolated. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any social life. They had to follow the protocols, and all they could do was play basketball. There was no balance. There was a lot of mental, you know, just fatigue that was going on there. So I think whatever whatever success any team had was, you know, you got to give them credit. And the, the Suns, they were the underdog. People slept on them, and they beat the Clippers. They beat several teams. They went undefeated in the bubble. They just couldn't make it in the playoffs because they were just, you know, the last team out essentially. But I think it's going to be the Suns. I think Chris Paul okay. is going to bring that veteran leadership. And I, I do like Aiton, DeAndre Aiton. Mm-hmm. I think he's pretty good. And then Devin Booker. Um, I don't know if Devin Booker is long-term with the Suns. I think one day he's going to leave. But this year I think he's going to just you know commit to the team. Hey, Draymond said it himself last year. He got fine. Hey, we got to get Devin Booker out <laughs> yeah. of Phoenix. I yeah. mean, you know, the Suns. Devin Booker had an amazing run in a bubble, and it's a shame he didn't make it to the playoffs. Yeah, the NBA, it would have been awesome. Yeah, the NBA should have, like, really re-looked at that and be like, yo, you beat every team you play, and right. you still don't got a chance. Like, that's that's messed up. Yeah, they would have beat him Portland. Yeah. but <laughs> You agreed to it. Stop it. <laughs> you agreed to it. <laughs> that being said. I you believed in Mello, bro. I, hey, I, I always believe in Mello. I know you do. I always believe to in Mello. To a fault. Hey, I'm, I'm a diehard. <laughs> yeah. But, like. I just don't see it. You don't see Phoenix making the playoffs? I mean, everybody else on my list has proven me that, like, everybody else except for two teams on my list have proven, like, yo, they're ready for the playoffs and they can, like, go the distance. Maybe if the Suns have one more piece. Right. Like, yo, Chris Paul, he's, yo, he's good. He he proved that in OKC. And... I kind of wish he stayed with OKC. Yeah. But I, I understand, like, they want to, like, rebuild and all yeah. that. But I just don't I just don't see it in the Suns, man. Like, I, I don't think they'll be able to compete with everybody else. Yeah. Like, like Devin Booker is for sure, like, an A-graded player right. by all means. But, like, yo, Chris Paul, like, he's pushing age. Like, yo, what if he gets injured? And yeah. DeAndre Ayton? Dude, Ayton's good. He is good. Yeah. But, like... I don't think he's at the level as like what is position again? He's a Aiden's like the the five. He's the he's five like the big man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you think he's the top five big man in the league? No, but he's he's solid. I mean, he's solid, but I, like, but, but I also think the momentum from the bubble. I always say momentum, but momentum is a big thing, and I think the right. momentum. I think they're they, they're going to have a lot more. Whether it's irrational, or rational confidence, they're going to have a lot more confidence because they're like, "Hey, we went undefeated in the bubble. Like, hey, we got a good team. We You're can right. do something." And I think that's going to carry over. I mean, I don't think they're going to make a big run, but I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs. If they, if they got a, a good wing player, yeah, like a really good wing player, then I would be sold by all means on the Suns. But like, I just don't see like if they got like a, a good wing player that can play defense, like right. Um, Maybe a player similar like uh, Andre Godala in his prime, right. then yeah. But until then, I'm not selling the Suns. I feel that. I feel that. All right. So number six. Who do you have at number six? I got the Pellies. I got the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Man. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Because Zion's gonna win Most Improved Player of the Year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. It's just like I'm, I'm, I'm liking this these young core of players, and it's like. Like we said, the NBA loves a good narrative. And, like, what's a better narrative than LeBron kicking you off your team and you're forced to go play for the team? He he, he traded his number Brandon two Ingram? for him. Yeah. Yeah, and Lonzo. Yeah, because it's like, yo, you got, um, you got Brandon Ingram. You got Lonzo Ball. Steven Adams is coming off the bench. It's their big man. You got Zion Williamson. Like, they, yeah. they are going to be some trouble. Now, like. All these players are still young. They're not going to be like, like something amazing, right? But I can see them like giving them about two or three more years. They're going to be a problem, man. Like yeah. Lonzo Ball is coming into his own. I still think Lamelo Ball is, is better, 
But yeah, like, Lonzo, yo. Lonzo, here's how I know Lonzo. Because Lonzo, in 2017, mm-hmm. when he went head-to-head with De'Aaron Fox, and De'Aaron Fox dropped 39 on him in the tournament, NCAA tournament. You just want to talk about the Wildcats. Yeah, and you Lonzo, just want to talk about the Wildcats. Lonzo only scored 10 points. That to me, he's like, man, this guy doesn't have it. I mean, NBA, I mean, he's a good NBA player. But he has good basketball IQ. Like, I, I know yeah, that when he played Yeah, but if he can't hit a jumper, UCLA, what's the point? I mean, if he can't hit a single bucket, I mean, he can't shoot. Okay, just, cool, but if he can facilitate the game and, like, get players open yeah, to, like, hey, I'm telling you right now, you know that um LeBron um, picture with um, D-Wade throwing him yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. the alley hoop? Yeah, hey, I mean, that this should be in, like, the museum in France. Hey, I agree. Hey, <laughs> I agree. That's one of the most beautiful pictures hey, ever. That's going to happen with Lonzo and Zion. No. You're going to see Lonzo Here, posing. Here's what I think of the Pelicans. Okay. They're a really good NBA 2K team. <laughs> they're, like, the roster, the rate, you're just like, they're a solid team to play on 2K. That's, okay. That's how I view the Pelicans. But in real life, they're not even making the playoffs. Like, they're just, like, I know I said Zion's going to be most improved player, and I think they might sneak into the playoffs. That's not far-fetched. B.I. got most improved last year. Yeah, but I just think as a whole, like, they're just a good NBA 2K team. Like, that's a solid team if you know how to work them. They're just, like, on paper, they're like, yes, this is a solid roster. I just, I don't really believe Lonzo in terms of real-life intangibles. I'm just not a believer in him, and I might be a little bit biased, but I've just seen him be exposed at the college level. And the NBA, I just don't see him carrying a team. And, yeah, he can facilitate, but if he can't shoot at all, and, like, Zion, like, Zion's going to be, he's going to have his breakout year this year, in my opinion. But, but okay, like, just to, like, go against that, Jason Kidd, he, he was never really a shooter. In 2011, the reason why the Mavericks won the title is because he hit open threes. You're right. He, You're right. He, 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 he adjusted it. his game he did. that long. But you right. feel me? He still led a New Jersey Nets team. My hometown, y'all. He still <laughs> led a New Jersey Nets team to to the Eastern Conference Finals and to the Finals where he lost to Shaq and Kobe. I I agree, but that was a different era. We're in an era where Steph Curry's changed the game. That's We're a good in point. An era That's a good point. Where you have to be able to shoot. And, like, if you're a point guard who can't shoot, mm-hmm. it's just not. Rachel Rondo was amazing in 08, 09 because that was a different era. Yeah. But in an era, if you're a point guard, if you can't hit the open three, I mean, look at Ben Simmons. Like, if Ben Simmons had a jumper, he'd be. He'd, he'd be amazing. He would be up in the class. Like, right. LeBron, Mike, Matt, uh, Matt Johnson. But he would be in yeah. that. But he can't shoot at all. And it's. It exposes them really bad because there's just defenses that literally just they lag so far behind. They give them the whole like, and so like I just just not a big believer in the the Pelicans, but yeah. I feel like they're just a good TK team. Yeah. After this, we'll play some two K. I ain't gonna lie, and I'm, I'm gonna run with the Pelicans, bro. No, nah, I'm picking the Pelicans. I got All right, I okay. All right. Uh, so who you got at number six? I got at number six. I don't. I'm not a big believer in this team, but just because I, you know. They did pretty well last year, and they did fit fairly well in the the bubble. I, I'm I'm going with the Utah Jazz. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Rudy Gobert. Even though Gobert, you know, spread COVID mm-hmm. you know, in the NBA, <laughs> uh, just a solid team defensively. And you know, they went toe to toe with Denver, and they almost beat Denver. They were up three one, and they blew mm-hmm. it. Um, but I'm just gonna go. I'm going to roll with Utah. You don't have that much to say about the Jazz, just because they're not. I they're mean, in Utah. <laughs> like, right, of course exactly. you don't have that much to say. I also just don't like Donovan. I like Donovan Mitchell. It's because he's from Louisville. He went, yeah, he went to UofL. But his That's style of play, I do, I do dig it. But he's a Cardinal, so I can't. Who who would you compare his style of pe- play to? Like D-Wade. That's the same yeah. person I was thinking. Like I feel like in the NBA right now, I would say Donovan Mitchell is the closest player. Right. The like Dwayne Wade play style, yeah, and I really like that. Um, yeah, I didn't pick them just because. Well, they're in Utah, and who who, who cares? What's <laughs> in Utah? You don't got Normans in there. Yeah, the last time people cared about them was when they went toe to toe with Jordan. Exactly, nineties. Yeah, Things. and um, they got Rudy Gobert. He was a good defensive player of the year. Did he ever win back to back? You know, I think he won back to back before last year. Yeah, like like they got pieces, but like. I don't think they're doing anything enough for me to put them on this list. And after watching some of these teams in the bubble, um, other than the Spurs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like I really like Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be an All Star this year right. for sure. But I don't think his team have enough pieces for for me to consider them top eight. 
yeah. in the Western Conference. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, and like I put them up there is just because you know they almost they you know they they almost took down Denver. Yeah, I think you know and Denver has proven to be really good. So. They are good. Yeah, Denver's a solid team. So, okay. all right, who do you got at number five? You're going to be happy with this, right? Who is it? I got the Mavs, man. I, I have the Mavs at number five, too. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Man. Got, we can yeah, just go okay. back and forth. All right. So, yeah. Tell me about the Mavericks. What are your thoughts? Yo. So, Luka Doncic. I hope I pronounced his name right. It's Doncic or Don. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, like, um, Luka, he is. Yo, he's really good. Yeah, he's going to be MVP. Yo, he. I don't think he's going to be MVP. <laughs> but, yo, Luka is really good. And I would have them higher on this list. The only reason I don't is because of his number two. Christoph Porzingis, the unicorn. Okay. I, I question if he can stay healthy. That That is a concern. Yeah, I, I don't remember a full NBA season where he played at least 60 games. Right, yeah. Like, even close to 50 games. Right, like, yeah. I, I don't remember. Like, And I believe when Christoph is healthy... He's he's a top five big man. I think he can compete with AD when healthy. Like he his his jumper is better than AD. Uh, I don't know yet because AD improved his jumper. But but the thing is he can't body up with AD. He can't down low. He can't. He, he's not as athletic. Yeah. Like he's kind of like sluggish. But like if right. he's wide open, like he he's gonna make that right for sure. Like and he has. But he he doesn't have the same leap as he used to. He doesn't. He, because That's because of all those injuries. Yeah, and it sucks to see that because when he, yeah. when he was first with New York, dude, he had a lot of jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. But now he's just kind of. Yeah. Like I I like yeah I mean. That my thing with the Mavericks is like they didn't really do too much in the free agency. I mean, they re-signed Trey Burke, yeah, but then they let go Seth Curry. I would have preferred they kept both. I would try to keep them both, right? But Dallas doesn't usually do well in okay. terms of free agency, like picking up big mm-hmm. guys. Um, like you remember back in that, like we tried to get Dwight Howard, couldn't get him. Like we just struggle in getting the landing the big name free agent, which is crazy because like. You Dallas, think, like the taxes are different down there, right? Oh, like they, the they players don't have get tax. Yeah, the players get all their money, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if if I'm an NBA player and it's like, like I know we talk about all these like big teams like the Lakers, but if I'm a good NBA player right. and I want to get like all my money, yeah, I would probably go like Houston or Dallas, but like right. not that many players are really dying to go down there. I, I don't get it either. Well, yeah. and also with Mark Cuban, he treats his players really well. He, Mark Cuban yeah. is an amazing GM. Right. He rolls out the red carpet. He treats his players well. You never hear any yeah. of the players complaining about Mark Cuban or anything. Mm-hmm. And he's so invested. He's one of the few yep. owners that are so invested. You see him at every game. And and he's like one of the spokesmen in the NBA. Like He was one of the first ones that said when the pandemic hit, he's like, hey, we need to make sure – the stadium workers because they're out of work. They need I to respect them for that. Yeah. I really respect them for that. Right. Like at first, I just think Mark Cuban, like he's he's all about the money. But like this last pandemic, like after he like donate, I think like he donated a lot of money. Yeah, donated a lot yeah. of money to his workers and, and people he knew right. that weren't going to be able to work. He said, "Yo, I got you. Like we got to take care of all of this." So like I really respect him for that. And yeah, it's a shame you guys didn't get like a free agent we, or like made in trades. But what? it's like. This year, free agents, like, I don't think there were really anybody big. There was Giannis. Giannis? But I don't think Giannis was going to go to – Bill Simmons on his podcast thought that Giannis – there was a chance Giannis was going to da- go to Dallas. Really? But I never heard any of that. I, he was hearing rumors, but I don't know. Giannis is, is the type of player just because, like – just, like, based off how he presents himself in, in, like, the games, the media – like he's a wholehearted dude. Yeah, like for sure. I feel like he's a he's a one tank only type of dude. Like you feel yeah. me? He's gonna Kinda be like a Dirk Nowitzki almost. Yeah, like Kobe. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's gonna be like other than Kareem, he's probably gonna be the best player to ever play for the Bucks. And yeah. I don't see him going anywhere else. That's why the Bucks need to get him some help. Do you think? Okay, this is a little bit of side track. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? So Giannis signed a five year contract. Do you think he's gonna win a title within those five years? How much money would you put? Because I know you think he's going to win the title. Unless I'm mistaken. No, no. I, I, he, I think Giannis is the best player. I, I think he's <laughs> you the think second. He's, no, hold up, hold up. Let me stop myself. <laughs> I think he's the second best player in the NBA right now. Who's number one? Kevin Durant. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's LeBron. But. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think Giannis is the second best player in the league. And... So like two things need, needs to happen, yeah, for him to win a championship. He needs to 
improve his jumper. Mm-hmm. Yo, that one hundred percent he has on to. everything. Every everybody listening to this, bro. When when Giannis learns how to shoot, it's over. It, yeah, it is over. It'll like, change his whole game. Like just just stop watching the games because right. the Bucks are gonna win every year, yeah. and the Bucks need to give him a. Uh, a good like supporting cast, right? Like, they sign um Drew Holiday, which yo Drew Holiday game is is really good. Mm-hmm. Like he he he's really good. He didn't get noticed that much because he played for the Pelicans, but Drew Holiday is really good. But he's not that like deciding factor, right? That's like um gonna help Giannis. Like they pick him because like Giannis was kind of like the point forward. Mm-hmm. He had to set up himself and also set up everybody. So I'm guessing they got Drew Holiday so Giannis wouldn't have to do that. But like he he, he needs somebody else, man. Yeah. He needs somebody else. Yeah. Well I mean we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. I mean it'll be interesting. But yeah, my final thoughts on Dallas and you you and I went with number five. It yeah. was just free agency. They didn't do a lot so that's kind of why they're probably going to be because they were a seven seed. I think they're going to go up because I think you know Luca is going to mm-hmm. have an even better year. But the no free agency seat free. And the thing with Porzingis is you're right. Mm-hmm. The, the injury he's too injury prone, and there's a chance he might go down. Frog is European. You think it's because he's European? No, <laughs> Dirk was fine. Yeah. He was a, but we got Willie Cauley Stein. I don't, I don't, and he he could be good because we got Boban yeah. and Willie Colley Stein as our backup, so that's going to help us have a little bit more depth. But you guys don't have any defense, though. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, like, it's, like it's I'm not worried about you guys' offense. Right, for sure. Off- like, like your offense with you know, Luka leading it, you guys can compete with yeah. Golden State. Well, last year, the Mavericks have one of the most efficient, mm-hmm. like pure analytics, one of the greatest offensive years of all time. Yeah. Our offense, yeah, there's no issue, and that's why that's how we could have competed with Clippers with the Clippers. But our defense, we just could not do it, and that yeah, that's the defense. We're kind of thin mm-hmm. on defense, so that's why they're not in that top three. They're right outside. I think they're going. I mean, we're going to see. Okay, who you got at number four? Yeah, so I picked this team mainly because of you know this one player impressed me so much last year in the bubble, like. Yo, if, if they had an award for what player has like, like the like the like the strongest like heart, you feel me? Like yo, he got heart in this game. Like he he's committed. Like he's gonna do all of this to make sure his team win. It's gonna be Jamal Murray. He's gonna get that uh, award. Yeah. I okay. got the, I got the Nuggets at, at, at number four. Okay, I think the Nuggets they have depth. You feel me? They took the Lakers last year to game six. Yeah, it was six yeah. games. They took the Lakers the game six. And they came back 3-1. They came back 3-1 to against two, two teams, teams. Yeah, back-to-back. Yeah. And, yo, and, and like, yo, this is not no small thing. Think about this. Jamal Murray was playing almost for two weeks straight. Yeah. You feel me? Back-to-back games just because every game went to game seven. That's not – like, imagine how tired he was. And he didn't get injured. Like, he gave it, like, his hardest. So – I got them at number four. The reason they're not top three material is mainly because um, the other teams I got up there. I think that um, the last three teams I have, their offense is is a whole lot better than the Nuggets. Yeah, and I'm curious who you got in the top three. And um, I mean, I know two of them, but the other the yeah. other one, I don't know who you have. I'm and I, I'm worried about um, um, the Joker. Um, what are you worried about him? His um, he's not so he's a big, but he's not athletic. And I feel like most bigs nowadays in the league, you got to be some level of athletic. Yeah, you got the White Howard, you got Anthony Davis, even Kristoff is more athletic than him. I yeah, think. but his jumper and his just like his ability to f- those floaters. Yeah, like 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 he's a good facilitator, but like so like so the reason I say this, if you remember two finals again, two Western Conference finals. When they played, it was the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. It yeah. was two years ago. And um, actually, maybe a year and a half. But, like, they they went to, like, double overtime, I believe. And you could see how tired he was. Yeah. Like, you could legit see, like, he just needs to, like, get back in the gym and, I don't know, work on some stuff. Yeah. That's the only thing that's really concerned about him. But other than that, like, the Nuggets are solid. Yeah, Nuggets are solid. Uh, number four for me is the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got them higher than you do. Uh, after their let's hear it, man. Their best off season ever. Yeah. Let's uh, hear it. <laughs> I just I think you know uh, with 
Now, if Clay wasn't hurt, he'd be in the. I think I think the Warriors would be in the top three. They'll be number one for me. Number one, there. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they. they I, I hate that Clay got yeah. hurt. It just sucks to see that, just because it would have been exciting mm-hmm. to see what they could have done. But I think with uh, James Wiseman, Draymond, Wiggins, and I also think similar to Wall, mm-hmm. I think Steph Curry is trying to prove. I think this is his like. He's got uh, something to prove this year. You, you heard the back and forth with him and um, Dame Dollar, right? Where Dame said he has like, like a better range than Steph Curry, and then Steph oh, was like, yeah. "Nah, no." Nah. Well, he hit that that shot, yeah. during practice. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he shot from like the balcony, yeah. in the stadium. Yeah, no, I think because because the thing keep people dog on KD because mm-hmm. people say his two tiles don't count, but there is a little bit of that Curry slander. People have been slandering Steph Curry because people will say like, "Oh, like you won." Those two tiles because you had KD. I mean, and it's Clay, and it's the winning effect. Like, if if you're a team, they're like, come on, they they have back to back like appearances. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you win so often, everybody's gonna hate you because it's like, okay, cool. We already know this team is is good. So you yeah. tell me, what's the point of watching? Um, another reason I kind of didn't have the Warriors high on my list is because I feel like they're cursed. You think they're cursed. So, like, the, the reason I say <laughs> right. this is because, so, I feel like the Warriors pay a heavy price to get Kevin Durant. And, like, his last season after he <laughs> so left. they traded their soul to the devil kind hey, of thing. they kind of, because think about everything that happened. Steph got injured. Yeah. Clay got injured. Okay, cool. They, they won. Yeah. Like, a good draft pick. But like, yo, Clay got injured again. That, like, that, yeah. I feel like the Warriors are kind of cursed, and I and I'm gonna call it it's the three peak curse. No, nah, I think it's the LeBron curse. No, nah, the LeBron the, curse. No, nah, man, it's the three peak. Like, like, think about it. Like, no team has ever gotten a four peak. Um, no, you're right. Shaq and Kobe, like, yo, got a three peak. Well, the they didn't get a three peak. They almost did. Yeah, no, no, you're but, right. But you're right. Say. They they had a five straight. Yeah, they get to the finals five straight times, and mm-hmm. that that kind of success. You are right. History has shown that. Yeah. So it's like I believe we're gonna see a four peak one day in my lifetime, hopefully. But I just feel like the Warriors are cursed right now. Yeah. I well, the I think. I didn't know get, you'd get superstitious about this. But, uh, <laughs> I just but, feel like they are, man. No, I feel like, I just I think Steph Curry this year. Mm-hmm. I think this could be a big. He's got he can kind of prove like, hey, like I you know I can carry a team on my own. I didn't have to, but I think like I don't know if this will happen, but there's a chance we could see a 2016 17 kind of performance or 2015 and 16 when he so won MVP? two. He could. I still got Luca. But if he breaks his own record in uh-huh. terms of the three points, if he breaks his own record, I think, yeah, I think he could win the MVP again. I think he's a dark horse. Because if the he Warriors breaks his own record, th- think about it. If he broke his own record, his yeah. three-pointers in one season, if he broke his own record and led the team to, like, a top three seed, yeah, I think he could win regular season MVP. I'll be honest with you. Steph is the only person that's going to break this record. Like, no, you're right. Like, I, I don't yeah. see nobody else. Like even maybe Trey Young, maybe Trey yeah. Young can, can beat Steph record, right? But like anybody else, I, but he's I probably thinking. But the thing is, Steph Curry probably has it as his goal. Mm-hmm. He probably has a preseason goal. He's like, I'm going to try to break my own record because, like, hey, Clay's not by my side. I'm the one that's going to be taking the the bulk of the shots, dude. I think he could break his own record. That would be crazy just, if he did. I, I just don't know about the Warriors. Like, I wanted to happen so much just because. The the Warriors. I always been a, a a big fan of the Warriors just yeah. because like they did did everything organic up until KD. Right. Like they every did. player on their team was drafted. Um, right. And they won. Like they beat LeBron. Even okay. though even you though LeBron what? didn't have K Love and, and Kyrie, but hey. LeBron he, is the GOAT, right? He should have well, won. He averaged 40 and, and still lost. triple-double. And still lost. Uh, bro, bro, Steph Curry. You think Jordan would have beaten that team? With with the team that he had. If if you trade LeBron and Michael Jordan, do you think Jordan could have beaten the Warriors without KD, without Kyrie and Caleb? Do you think Jordan would have won? Yes, I do. I honestly do. I wish we could do something. I wish you could do that experiment. Because, like, that was There's a, no way. He was like, playing with Del Vadova. LeBron was he had Del Vadova on his team, and he still took the Warriors to six games. Yeah, that uh, I hate injuries. Yeah, but I mean, you say that, but he had K Love and um Kyrie, and, Kyrie and, and he took them to Game Seven. 
But I honestly believe if Draymond <laughs> hadn't gotten injured, Every the Warriors yeah, would have won. So, like, you no, can say the same. Still, like, he still had help, but I still feel like it would have ended game six. if it, No, Draymond didn't get injured. Like, the, the refs give LeBron a yeah. solid and, like, yo, you, you can't play the next game. Like... Like they injected him. Like that's yeah. that's just some BS. But yeah. anyways, yeah. All right, who do you got at number three? I got the Trailblazers, man. I got no, a I got the logo. Yeah, you're crazy. I got you have the Blazers at number three. Yeah. He. This is a totally emotional decision. No, it's not. Did you forget two years ago they made it to the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, and they got creamed by the Warriors. And then okay. this past year, like they barely even made it as an eight seed. They okay, snuck cool. in. But they, they had a lot of injuries going in. Yeah. Like, that's that's one of the reasons to pick up Melo, because they needed somebody on offense. And, like, yo, I'll be honest with you. Since Clay's injured, I think Dame Dollar and CJ McConnell are the second best backcourt in the league. Really? I, I think the first um, best backcourt is going to be Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. The <laughs> best crazy. backcourt in the league. They're not is even going to make the playoffs. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. But <laughs> but the CJ McConnell and um Dame Dollar are a close second. And I, yeah, I, I just think You're they can be third seed. Like, do no, you not have them on your list? No, I would have put them at number 8, but because my heart said Houston, I have Blazers at number 9. You got them number 9? I mean, look, it's it's not you, you, this is a total emotional move. It's not you. emotional. It's because Melo's on that team. It's not because Melo's <laughs> yes, on the team. D- Dame Lillard has shown us that, yo, he's an MVP caliber player. No, I agree. He he was amazing in the Yeah, bottom. and CJ McConnell, that last game with the Lakers, he tried his hardest yeah. to put them in it, but he just he just <laughs> needed that extra assistance, man. Like, he just needed that extra help. And Bro, they weren't gonna take down the Lakers. <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't do it. Maybe if Dame had gone injured, we 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 not going down. No. We not going down. He got injured while they were down three one. It was over. Look, the Lakers are gonna win the title regardless. We all need that. Man, I, I got the Trailblazers number all three. Right, Who number you got three. your number? Three? I I got the the Clippers at number three. I got them at number three. I'm not gonna disagree with you because in terms of talent, they mm-hmm. should be higher. Um, they got Ibaka. Mm-hmm. They they got him in and. I think they did get a little bit better, but it's just the drama. The, the they, they they went through so much drama. Them choking, they were up three one, and then they choked, and then they got rid of, and then they got Ty Lue as their new head coach. And we know Ty Lue, we won that title. First of all, <laughs> with Cleveland, that was LeBron coaching that I'll, team. I'll be honest with you, I'm not gonna trust a person that's my head coach that Allen Iverson. Exactly, over. Dude, he should have retired not. from basketball. I would have afterwards. Yeah, yeah. hey, y'all, step over you. No, it's over. It's over. It yeah, be. yeah. I, I, you know, Kawhi's gonna lead this team, but all this drama. I'm hearing this drama because a lot of the players, like Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams, they were complaining, complaining that they were doing all this load management. And they were basically bowing down to Kawhi. They, they were, they were okay that he was showing up to practice late. They they were just like, hey, like whatever you want, Kawhi. Like this whole franchise basically revolved everything, and some of the side role players they just kind of felt they were just kind of like, okay, well. Where is our place in this? It's this culture that I would have thought would have been better, um, but it's not a great culture. And I think, it, and it showed itself when they, they kind of feel privileged in the sense. Yeah, like they, like, they yeah. think they, they act like they've they made it, some, yeah, but they haven't. Exactly, they, they just got put together and they they choked it, and that you know. And I think I think like they're number three. They should be number two, mm-hmm. but they just kind of. I think I think long term they're going to implode, and like you said, like why he he might not resign. Yeah, long term I don't see the Clippers. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to disagree with your choice at the Clippers at number three. Um, I probably would have had the Clippers lower on my list, but I don't mm-hmm. mainly because of the Lakers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like, know you, you. Yeah. So 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 yeah, I'll kind of explain myself when I talk about the Clippers, but I don't disagree with, with your third pick. Yeah. So. Um, all right, who do you got at number two? My number two pick, I'm going to be real quick, it's the Lakers. <laughs> why, yo, why is it the Lakers? <laughs> yo, a, as a kid, I always hated the Lakers, man. I'll be yeah. real with you. Like, I, I I was a Nets fan when I was younger. I loved J. Kidd. Yeah. And, like, year after year, Kobe and Shaq were just whooping him. Yeah. Every year. Like, we I, we made it to the um, finals, I think, twice. I think we probably had a back-to-back against them, and we lost to Kobe and Shaq. 
No, um, I can't remember, but I know Kobe and Shaq beat us one championship. Right, yeah. And that, that made me so mad. Um, yeah, I mean, Lakers are number two. Like, you got LeBron James and you got Anthony Davis. Do you not think you're going to be a top two team in the Western <laughs> Conference? Like, I, I'm not going to go there. You got Marcus Hall. And- I mean, he don't matter. Matthew, you don't, don't think matter. matters, okay. Unless your name is Anthony Davis or LeBron James, nobody else matters. And that's why I got them as number two. Like, there's no point in me, like, even making an argument or, like, explaining myself because it's like, of course they're a top two team. Yeah. Like, you, you, know, know, I'm gonna, you know who's not like, one, and I'm going to talk yeah, about Yeah, like, come on now. So, yeah, so, yeah I'm going to let you go uh, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my number two is Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because Jamal Murray, you know, he's become your, your favorite Wildcat. Yo, Murray. I, I wish De'Aaron Fox was playing better because I really like De'Aaron Fox's game because it's a little yeah. bit similar to Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But Jamal Murray is by far my favorite yeah, Wildcat yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I'm just going with Denver just because mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, they're not as good as the Lakers, but they went toe-to-toe and they really showed themselves. And I think that momentum is going to carry over. Like, I think the Clippers are better than Denver. Mm-hmm. I do. But I'm just giving Denver number two because, hey, they went head-to-head and – the Nuggets went ahead, like they won. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of get tipping my hat to the Nuggets, like, hey, you won, you deserve this spot over the Clippers. So that my number two is Denver. We've already talked about Denver. So okay, who's your number one? My number one is the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the Clippers as number one mainly a little bit because I'm not a big LeBron fan. LeBron a player, um, the person he's a really amazing person, but LeBron a player, I'm I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah. And I honestly believe the only team that can stop the Los Angeles Lakers from winning the championship is the Clippers. Yeah. And, yeah, Kawhi has proven – LeBron is scared of Kawhi. No, he's not. No, before I came here today, (laughs) I knew we were going to talk about this. Okay. And I watched that clip of of um Miami Heat's playing against the Spurs in that one championship. Yes. LeBron is at the free throw line and he saw Kawhi check in and he was like, damn. Well that's just more of a respect like ah like, No, no, like no. LeBron is scared of Kawhi. LeBron right? is not scared of a single play. Le- LeBron is scared of Kawhi and Giannis. He's scared of both of them. No. He is. This like, is LeBron is spook. LeBron is spook. No, no, no. LeBron, did you not see? Okay, so the last regular season game before the playoffs in the bubble, Lakers and Clippers went to head-to-head, and LeBron shut Kawhi down. Okay, cool. Let me ask you something. He did. What happened on um, the season opener? Lakers okay, yeah. and Clippers last year. Clippers won. What happened Christmas Day last year? Clippers won. But oh. then, but in the bubble, getting ready to playoffs... LeBron shut Kawhi down. And it was just kind of like, hey, this is how it's going to be in the playoffs. And then Kawhi didn't show up. They didn't show up. I mean, that that's the biggest indictment against the Clippers is that they could have went. It could have been a Lakers-Clippers. I was so excited. I was, I was hyped too, man. I was. Yeah, and, I was so hyped. But that was an indictment against Kawhi. It's just like you couldn't even make it to the matchup. And, like, people can complain and say, like, oh, well, the Lakers are lucky. But it's like, hey, that's on the Clippers. They, they should have took care of business. I, I don't think that's on Kawhi. I really don't think that's you think on it's Kawhi. it's on Paul George? I think it's on Paul George, it's on Lou Williams, and it's on Montrezl Harrell. I feel like, so like, so cool. If I imagine the players, they're like, cool, Kawhi is supposed to be like our go-to guy. Yeah. You feel me? But he's getting the special treatment. And I feel like the way that they felt off the court kind of transferred. Right during the court to Kawhi and Paul George. So I feel like um, mentally they didn't show up on the court. Like, yo, did you and see? And fault is that? Did you see? No, come on. It's them. You're a basketball player. Yes, Kawhi's the best player yeah. on your team. You guys traded all these assets for him. So, yes, he's the best player. I mean, for Paul George. Right. Yeah. So, yes, he's the best player on your team. And, like, Lou William, Montrez, Harrell. And, like, come on now. Like, they didn't show up. Yeah, like, they but, just didn't show up. And, and let's not talk about P- Pandemic P. <laughs> I don't even call him Pandemic P. I call him something else, but it's not appropriate for this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. But, like, yo, let's not even talk about him. Like, but I still believe Kawhi can shut down LeBron easily. It, well, we're going to find out. So. We're going to find I, w- I wish they played in the playoffs because I was excited about that. I was, I was hyped about that, yeah. too. And, and you all can probably guess my number one. It's the Lakers. They're going to win the title. Like, I'm just letting everyone know. Lakers are winning the title this year. Uh, it's Lakers. Anthony Davis, LeBron, we just have to hope AD doesn't get hurt. Dennis Schroeder's a good addition. Marcus Gasol. And then uh, Montrezl Harrell. 
Uh, they're just going to be solid. But ultimately, like you said, LeBron, AD, that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. That's really man. all you got to say. You I, got the best big man in the league and arguably... The one best. of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm glad to hear so, you say it. So agree to that. I mean, I, 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 I never disagree with it. LeBron James is the best player of my generation. Yeah. But I don't think he's the best player of all time. I, I, I still think it's Jordan. Yeah. Personally. So we agree there. So... All right, so now we're going to move into some topics. Uh, we're going to go through um, a few of these quickly. Um, so Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, reported, yes, he tweeted yesterday, uh, while the Sixers have signaled a willingness to include all-star guard Ben Simmons in a trade package for Harden, those talks have come nowhere close to a deal. So right now it seems like, Houston is trying to work with some teams, and it seems like Philly and Houston are trying to make something work, but they're not able to. Uh, what are your thoughts? Where do you think James Harden is going to go? And uh, if he is going to – I mean, he's probably going to go somewhere. What What do you think of this? James Harden, that's that's tough because I've really been thinking about this. And, like, I just don't know where James Harden go, mainly because I, I'm so used to James Harden playing style for so long. Right. I just don't see a team that's like right, like be like okay, I'm gonna bend over back to get this dude. James Harden has proven time after time that his playing style cannot win. Yeah, like I don't believe that ISO ball. Yeah, and it also would probably change an entire team's philosophy just exactly. for bringing him in. Yeah. yeah. So I mean Philly, I mean Philly's the destination, but if you if you trade in Ben Simmons, that's not enough. I need at least eight. First yeah. round picks for the next eight years, right? And yeah, maybe a number two pick too. But I mean, maybe if Philly can be like, "Yo, I'll get you Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris for James Harden," but like that's going to change Philly oh, play yeah. style Completely. like a whole ton because like Philly isn't known for shooting, right? Like they don't like they aren't good at the perimeter. Well, like Embiid's like one of their best shooters, exactly. And, like, and that says a lot. Yeah, and yeah. they lost JJ Redick right. too, so. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know where Harden's going to go. I don't know if this is a good fit. Yeah, but also, like, if, if Ben Simmons actually went to Houston, think because, like, Jalen Wall's not that great of a three-point shooter. He's not. And so you have, like, two kind of, like, guards. Yeah. I don't think they would complement each other. That's the problem with Ben Simmons. It's like he, if he did. It's what he, you said about Lonzo, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. if he had a jumper, he could fit into so many different teams because yeah. he can't shoot. He's a great slasher. He's a great facilitator. But, like, if he can't shoot, teams are just kind of, like, they yeah. just sag off so far. Like, they just like, hey, you can shoot this. And, like, the the thing with that is, like, like Houston's whole playing style is, is going to switch. I don't think Ben Simmons will fit in because, like, he'll, he'll have to play the four. Yeah. Like, and. And that's not his style. Yeah. And it's like, yo, Houston, if, if Houston makes this trade, I don't see them competing for a long time. Like, I don't see them competing for, like, a championship for a yeah. long time. At least with James Harden. Like, with James, when they had James Harden and Chris Paul, they could at least compete, and they knew they could, could yeah. compete. Well, they, they could have won in the yeah, finals they, that year. Yeah, yeah. they, they could have won, but... They didn't. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, but I just don't think Philly is a good fit. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, what, once we find out where James Harden goes, mm-hmm. it's going to be good talk regardless where he goes. I mean... If I was like a kind of an established team and I had a good philosophy or a good team culture, James Harden will just screw everything up. Whereas yeah. if I was like a really bad team and like we have nothing going for us, I wouldn't mind taking James Harden just because like, hey, this will be fun kind yeah. of thing. Like, I'll say this. I think one team that James Harden can really fit in is the Kings. I think he can, with with uh, De'Aaron Fox. I, I think he can fit in with De'Aaron Fox because, yeah. like, um, Buddy Hill, he's on what he's their two guard. He's, right? he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, and I don't know. I think um, De'Aaron Fox attacked the paint, and then you feel me like pass it out to the perimeter, of James yeah. Harden. I think that could probably work out, but the Kings don't have no assets. See, so, so you to know, trade for. So you know who I think he? It would be really interesting to see where he would go to. Where Atlanta. Ooh. Just, just because it'd be like they could develop, like the coach would be like, "Hey, we're just gonna 
This is what we're doing. We're just jacking shots up every time we go down that's the what court. They, that's what Trey Young does. That's exactly. Like, yeah, so it's just kind of like, a, hey, it's James Young. Or yeah. James Harden. Trey Young. I mean, just, no, no, no. I know you're joking, but he he would fit in perfectly I'm, there. I'm not joking. I think I would love yeah. to see it. Just like if, if you look at Trey Young's stats, like you look like yeah, he's making threes from the distance. But look, if you look at his efficiency, yeah, it's not all that great, right? Like he has Steph Curry level range, yeah, but he's not hitting it all the right. time. But they could just go about. It's like, hey, we're not worried about defense. We're just. Mm-hmm. We're just going to shoot games, and we're just going to shoot as much as we can, and we're going to win some games. We're going to lose some games. But, hey, this is what we're going to do in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, it would be fun to see. I mean, yeah. like, the last thing I'll say is that there's not a single team in the NBA that that would offer anything that's going to be, like, equal to James Harden. No, and, yeah. And, and would be willing to give it up. No. I can't think of a single team no, there isn't. that's willing to make up that trade for James Harden. Like, he's a great player, but, like, his play style is so specific. You're like – it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So next topic. Uh, so there's some controversy going on with the Clippers and Kawhi and Jerry West. I'm going to read this report from uh, Yahoo Sports. Uh, the NBA is investigating the Los Angeles Clippers and advisor Jerry West following a TMZ report about the recruitment of Kawhi Leonard, according to The Athletic and The New York Times. A man named Johnny Wilkes is suing Jerry West and the Clippers, claiming he is owed $2.5 million for helping recruit Kawhi Leonard prior to the 2019 and 20 season. Wilkes states in the lawsuit that he met uh, Jerry West at Staples Center in April 2019, claiming that he was close with Kawhi Leonard's uncle, Dennis Robertson, Uncle Dennis, and could help the Clippers land the league's top free agent prize that summer uh this included outrageous demands like uh including a ownership of stake and access to private playing during Kawhi Leonard's high profile free agency so Dace what do you think I believe this okay so you believe this guy so like yeah so like the only reason I believe this because I I remember the Kawhi watch yeah when when we was all like where's Kawhi Leonard gonna go is he gonna go to the Lakers the Clippers is he gonna stay in Toronto right and like so, like, thinking about, about the Kawhi watch right now, I remember, so, like, there there were, like, news that Kawhi met with the Lakers and he met with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Now, you feel me? He went back to Toronto. Now, you don't book a plane ride back to Toronto just to say no. Yeah. You feel me? So, like, I feel like Toronto kind of, like, was, like, he, he was leading. Because, like, you just won a championship. With right, them. yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want to run that back? That, that don't make no sense to me. Like, yeah. it just don't make no no sense to me. And, like, I remember, because I think um, Stephen A. reported this, that, like, um, Kawhi was was most likely probably going to re-sign with the um, Toronto Raptors. But he won to Paul George at his number two until um, Maser... Jerry, I think I pronounced his name right. Uh, the owner for the Raptors, yeah, the or owner the GM, for, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he told him like, I want Paul George. Like, if you can get Paul George, right, um, I'm game. And OKC said, cool. Like, they they made him an offer, but OKC said we're not willing to do any trade unless you offer Pascal Siakam, right. And starting to look at it right now, yeah. I think they probably <laughs> should. They probably should have done that, but I mean. My thing with this dude, whoever this Johnny Wilkes guy, I mean, as shady as this is, I got to respect the hustle, man. And I'm he, not mad at him, bro. Yeah, he said, hey, and you feel me? I know who this guy is because you feel me? My uncle's got a couple friends just like him. Yeah. You feel me? You'd be like, hey, I, yo, this is I, yo, this is probably what happened. This is probably one of like, yo, Kawhi's uncle, old friend, and be like, yo, I guarantee you, you give me $2.5 million, I can get you Kawhi. Right. Like, it's probably somebody from the block that's like, Okay, cool. You can guarantee me um, Kawhi. Um, it, you can guarantee me Kawhi is going to sign with the Clippers. Then for sure, I'll get you two point five million. And like, yo, he just he's just trying to get his bag, man. I know, dude. He's just trying to get his yeah, bag. I ain't mad. Probably, like after a year, he's just like, hey, the Clippers aren't paying me. All right, I'm going to TMZ. You feel and me? He blows up. This is a bad look for the Clippers because they could have kind of just kind of like swept it under the rug if they just paid the dude. Because I mean, if he if he actually did get quiet to the Clippers. I mean, he's owed that money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so he's a hustler, and he's just like, oh, you're not going to give me my money? So this like, guy's got street smarts. So, so like, the thing I'm thinking about this, okay, cool, so the NBA is investigating this. What's going what's gonna to be the outcome? Are you going to, like, are you going to find the Clippers? I'm sure the Clippers have enough money to pay the fine. Are you going right. to 
like suspend Kawhi? Are you going to tell Kawhi, okay, cool, you can't play for the Clippers? Like, yeah. What what's the outcome that's going to come out of this if it like turns out to be true? They're probably going to get fined or like get draft picks. Really? That's that's all the NBA can do. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I don't see the big Kawhi's playing for the Clippers. Like, I don't know. Like, you had the chance to veto this and be like, no, Kawhi, you can't play for the Clippers. Like you, like they did with Chris Paul when Chris right. Paul wanted to go play with Kobe. They said, nah. Yeah. So, so like, it's too late now. So, what's the point of investigating this? Well, it's just because the NBA, they're going to try it. Because if they don't enforce the rule, then... But the thing is, everyone else is already doing stuff like this. Yeah, like, this is not Players always news. Text, us, yeah. text each other, like... It's, it, I mean, it's just funny because yeah. I feel for this guy. This, this guy's just a hustler, man. Yeah, I feel bad for him because, yo, $2.5 that's... Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, and he's like, just like, oh, the Clippers still haven't paid me? Yeah, so he just came to collect. Yeah. That's all he did. He just yeah. came to collect. He's so. like, oh, okay, I'm going to the news. So you feel me? I, yo, I ain't mad at him. Yo, that's what happens when you let your uncle... Be be your manager. He got all his homies coming out the woodwork. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yo, they, he just wants his money. So, yeah. hey, so what's his name? Is uh, Johnny Wilkie? His Wilkes. name sounds shady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny <laughs> Wilkes. Okay. Johnny hey. Wilkes. Yo, Johnny, keep doing your thing, man. Get that bag. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna go to the last topic. Uh, so this is uh, non-sports related. Tom Cruise. Are you a fan of Tom Cruise? I'm trying to think of movies he was in. Mission Impossible, all these movies. Never seen it. You never seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. G- give me, give me another Tom Cruise movie. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Never seen it. Come on, one more. One uh, more. Top Gun. Never seen it. Come on, I, I know I'm probably <laughs> you know, there. It's this guy. You see him? It, You've never seen this. Dude. I know Tom Cruise is the dude that was on Oprah jumping on a couch. Saying, yes, that I'm in dude. love yeah, with yeah, yeah. somebody. He's in a lot of movies, okay. and I'm going blank for some reason. He's he's just like a big... I know I've star. probably seen a movie, I just can't think of it. Yeah. So Tom Cruise, he's on set for Mission Impossible 7, the new movie that's coming out. And um, they've already been shut down like twice, mm-hmm. like the whole set. And so then they had to do... They had to reset and everything again. And uh, they had, you know, a couple of the members on the crew... Mm-hmm. Weren't wearing their masks. They were kind of like not social distancing. And then Tom Cruise just goes off on them. Here's a clip right here. We are not shutting this movie down. Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, so he's like tripping that nobody's wearing their mask. Yeah, yo. First of all, Tom Cruise, you tripping? <laughs> if, if I've been on a movie set day after day, yeah, and I'm filming and stuff, like, yo, I'm not, bro. If I want to take my mask off, I'm gonna take it off. <laughs> like, I'm sure Mission Impossible, you're not wearing your mask this whole time, right? He has to take it off during. Yeah, the so like, yo, Tom Cruise, what are you tripping about? <laughs> like come I, on the thing about Tom Cruise he's not only the actor but he's also the producer so mm-hmm. he's also just having to be in charge of a lot of different things and in part of this this doesn't show the whole clip but he's talking about how he's talking to Hollywood talking to insurance companies I kind of like feel him because if, if you had to shut down filming for two times and then and apparently like like a crew member just put his mask down for like a second mm-hmm. and that was it and then they're just like Shut down filming. You know what I got to say? Tom Cruise, don't (laughs) snitch on yourself, man. Yeah. If people aren't wearing wearing no masks, don't tell anybody. Right. Like, yo, just don't snitch on yourself, man. I'm sure, like, on this set, they probably made sure that everybody got checked to see if they got COVID. Yeah. And they're probably taking the the proper procedure, checking temperatures. Right, yeah. And all of that, just to make sure everybody is right. Like, yo, Tom Cruise, you're good. Yeah. Yo, like, the vaccine is en route. Just chill, man. Like, Come on, so we can watch Mission Impossible 
85. <laughs> yes. Like, come on now, man. Yeah. Stop shooting the tongue. This, 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 you know, a lot of people talked about this. Like, I mean, he blew up at these people. Like, I mean, he cussed a lot more than that. It's like a, it was a two-minute clip, but he just lost his cool. I mean. I just feel bad for those crew members. Those are guys who just came off the bench. And then they get yelled at, man. Hey, you know we got love for people coming off the bench. That's true. You, you see, like, Tom Cruise. He's, he's in no the starting lineup. Like, yeah. He's privileged. He doesn't understand no. the life of somebody coming off the bench. Exactly. And you're going to yell at me? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure you get attacked. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise is not coming off the bench, but me, Macklin Hamilton, Dace Cooper, we're always coming off the bench. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to click on the like button, subscribe. Uh, we'll be producing another podcast next week um, on the opening day with the Warriors, Nets, and then the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, Join us again next week. Happy to have you. This is Macklin Hamilton. For sure. See ya.